Welcome to Live the Life, a podcast that inspires and educates everyday people to take action and choose to live the life of their dreams. Hey guys, I'm Kathleen Holt. And I am Marissa Holt. We're just a normal couple that believes a life worth living is one rooted in health, fun, love, and abundance. Let's be real, it will not always be easy, but it's totally worth it. So let's jump right in and together get to a place where we can honestly say, I'm I'm living living the life. life. Welcome to another episode of Living the Life with Marissa and Kathleen. And you have Loki today, too. Yay. Yay, baby lumps. Oh, she almost just licked the phone. She's trying to lick the phone now. <laughs> baby lumps. It's it's so funny when you have a pet, how the weirdest names come up. Like, her name is Loki, but we call her Lump. Um, what else do we call her? Baby girl, lumpy lumps. Piglet. Piglet, yeah. Lumps of love. What does that Lumpy mean? Lumps, Lumps of love. Of love. Oh, cause she's a lump, <laughs> and she's full made of love. Of love. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, but she's but great. For any pet owner, I'm sure you have the exact same weird nicknames for your dogs and cats and whatever else you have. Yeah, yeah. So, Christmas is coming up. Kathleen and I this morning we were talking about sugar cookies. When we were at the gym, this ad came on to the gym saying that there, it was just talking about the news is that there's a sugar shortage because some people are on striking with sugar out in, which, BC. out in BC. And so people are now rationalizing uh, or they're, they're ra- rationing? rationing? Yeah, not rationing. rationing. They're trying to ration their sugar stores so that way they can get through I mean, Christmas people season. do try to rationalize their sugar intake <laughs> as well. I definitely do. <laughs> it's true. Um, but they're, they're rationing their, their sugar intake. And we were laughing because Kathleen's like, yeah, well, she's like, well, I guess no more sugar cookies. And we were talking about how... Okay, we- sugar cookies are the worst cookie at Christmas, for sure. Why? Because they taste like crap. They're just like... <laughs> they, they don't taste like anything. I, I also don't like them. They're the fun ones to make, though, because you can decorate them. Yeah, but they don't... So you could just have them as ornaments? Why don't you just have ornaments, then? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Yeah, they are. They're yeah. Anyways, but yeah, but this, so this is the thing is, it's like we were talking about. It was like I wonder because sugar cookie has the name in it, but I was like, I swear, probably the other cookies have more sugar in them because the, I think that they also taste better. One of my favorites is the dark molasses cookie. Oh, it's so good. Like the, the puffy one or like the thick, the the, the th- or the thin hard, the one? thin gooey, <laughs> uh, sugary molasses. I think there's like brown sugar and molasses in it. And it's like uh, a little bit spicy. Oh my god, those are good. Do I make them or have you had them somewhere else? I think, I don't know. I feel like maybe you've made them. I think my mom has made them. Okay. Well, I'll try to figure out how to make them. But oh, there's, I, yeah, there's got to be more sugar in that though than in mm. other ones. But yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that was our debate this morning. Yeah. So but, if you're thinking of making Christmas cookies, just know that sugar cookies are not very good. But they also probably take less sugar, so... That's one way to make sure that you don't eat your sugar, your uh, your sugary things at Christmas. That was make just make shitty desserts, just make, <laughs> make shitty make Christmas really, cookies, make, make really yeah. terrible desserts that no one wants. <laughs> oh to my eat. gosh! So funny story. This was a couple of years ago. We went to uh, it was Christmas with Kathleen's grandparents, and Kathleen was like, every year she's like, my nana, oh my, God. my nana has like this dessert. It's what's what's it called? It's like the okay. They they have everyone over, and. <laughs> Of course, after dinner, everyone's all excited. Yay, dessert, because it's Christmas. And they bring out a cake in a box. 
It's one of those Italian bread things. It's like a bread. It's not even sweet. It's like hard. It's and then <laughs> so we see them come in with this and my dad, my uncle and I kind of look at each other like, "Oh god, what is this thing?" <laughs> And then everyone's talking and doing whatever. And then my grandparents or my Nana was like, all right, who wants some cake? And nobody put up their hand. <laughs> There's like 10 or 12 people at the table and not a single person was like, I do. It was just like silence <laughs> for like five seconds, followed by everyone laughing. <laughs> yeah. And then, and, then she's, and then she thought that we were all just talking and maybe didn't hear her. So she's like, okay, who doesn't want any? And everyone like put up their hand. <laughs> That's really oh. funny. So between yeah, between sugar cookies and that, uh, yeah, you should be alive. Okay, easier. well, sugar cookies—they definitely taste better than that. And there's some effort put into sugar cookies, and they're homemade. That thing is just at the grocery store in a box. So you're I don't saying know. your grandparents put zero effort into that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure oh, they then. have at some point. No, no, I know they do. Man, they're, they're, they're old. Sure. Oh yeah. And, oh well, I don't want to say that. They're they're <laughs> later in stage of life. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Nan and Papa, but you know they've done their years. They're they're already making dinner for everybody. Like, oh yeah. I mean, it's that's a lot of pressure to say. Oh, and they need to make spend all day in the kitchen making desserts. So, for sure. yeah, no, I understand it. Maybe they should get one of us to bring desserts instead. Yeah. But we'll, we'll offer to bring desserts this time. We'll bring sugar yeah. cookies that are ready to be ornaments. <laughs> so we don't eat them. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So actually, though, we wanted to talk to you guys about today is we wanted to have a conversation about the TV and how TV, be it on an actual TV or be it watching Netflix on your phone or but like just watching TV movies, TV shows in general, and how this plays into creating a life that you love and in what ways it might potentially be robbing you of the life that you want and love. Yeah, you did. Was it last year or the year before you did No TV November? It was two years ago. And what made you decide to do that? What did you think about it? So it's crazy how I changed physically and stress-wise because of not having the TV. Because I realized I suddenly had so much more time. I had no issues when it came to getting my workouts in. I had no problems with that. I realized there was a lot of mindless snacking I did while watching TV so it also reduced that and then also just based off if you're watching I was probably watching before that an average of an hour to an hour and a half of TV a day depends on the day and suddenly I had that much time left so I was actually getting my other chores done um, and I wasn't procrastinating whatever cleaning the bathroom or little things like that so like the house felt good my body felt good I remember I think I like I probably like lost five pounds or something in the course of four weeks wow which for me was like crazy um then by, by five pounds I mean like five pounds of fat because my like the scale dropped a little bit but like I could see on the in body and like I remember I got crazy lean um like really fast just because I wasn't mindlessly eating all these other things or putting in and it had less stress on my body it was really cool well I feel like tv has changed I remember when we were young you had, okay, one episode that came out once a week. And so, like, you had to wait the whole week until that episode came out, let's say, on the Thursday night. And then you'd sit down and you'd watch it. But now with Netflix... Okay, thank you. Oh. Okay, Loki, chill, chill. <laughs> we got our little doorbell here going. Um, now with Netflix, 
you have the whole show comes out, the whole season all at once, and you can just binge the whole thing. And then afterwards, you know, it'll have recommendations for, okay, if you liked that, here's the next one, here's the next one, here's the next one. So I feel like the TV consumption is so easy just to go to the next one because they're all available at once. Yeah, it's pretty crazy how much time you can end up you like losing with this. So it's like you really have to be there. Kathleen has to run over let Loki upstairs because uh, Kathleen's mom just has her breakfast and Loki is the biggest whiner. Whenever breakfast is there, oh my gosh, she's so excited. She's very food motivated. Yes. Um, so now it's just the two of us, so Loki will no longer be contributing, but that's okay. <laughs> she, she chose to do breakfast over the podcast. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like... Like, it used to be, like Kathleen was saying, it used to be, like, this one thing. So time-consuming wasn't there. Also, just how the movies and TV shows and stuff are designed, how much they heighten your different um, emotions and senses and pull you in. Like, they've done such a good job giving you these these little chemical hits off of it. And it also then desensitizes you to other things, right? Like, the things that we see in a movie, if you're really quickly going through let's say some drama show where it shows like, okay, over the course of one week is what they show in an episode where you're seeing all those little highlights of this person has a breakup, that person has a fight, then there's a steamy sex scene, then someone's getting shot, then like, like there's just so much packed into one and then you go back to your life and it's like, well, this is boring. Mm-hmm. And then like you go back to, and then you like feel called to go back into like the TV shows again and that's where like, you get like that excitement and then like your life feels like meh because you're like, well mine's boring like today I had one conversation with a friend I did my work I did some cleaning I did my workout and now I'm reading a book before going to bed like my life sucks and it's like well actually your life's awesome it's just that like it's not it's not like a a week of highlights and lowlights and craziness packed into a 45 minute video like yeah I I find that for myself you you hit on you hit it on the head where it says it takes away you where you said it takes away your boredom like I feel like people don't, if they have any little bit of even a second of boredom in their life, they can hop on, they can text somebody, they can Instagram somebody. <laughs> what? I'm just smiling because, uh, so the last episode I released on, I think Wednesday last week was all about why being bored is actually super beneficial. Oh, okay. And so now this is what, I'm just laughing because I, I don't think you do that. So. No, no, I didn't. So yeah, I mean... I assume that Marissa tied this in already, but, you know, not having that boredom at all, being able to fill that with social media or hopping on a YouTube or TikTok or grabbing a show and watching it. Like, I know for myself, if I wanted to practice playing guitar, it's a little bit harder to sit down and start doing that and not as exciting as turning on a show for an hour and like Marissa said you have all this drama and passion and crazy things that happen versus you know playing guitar in the long run it makes me feel way better but in the short term it doesn't feel as exciting for sure and so like we've touched on a lot of things why maybe this isn't so helpful and I think that it is still like everything else it's it's a tool and I almost see it like similar to sugar it's like a thing which can be really amazing and super fun and really enjoyable when you take it in proper amounts at proper times not too much all at once and when it's balanced out with other 
healthy things so that way you feel full on all levels rather than just going to this one thing for feeling good. And so I think that's just also then like when it comes to like, okay, like how can we build it into our life in a productive way versus using all your free time in it? And or something else I saw too in, um, I think it was the holistic psychologist posted about this uh, or maybe another psychologist, but they were saying how people who have these things just running in the background while they're working or trying to sleep or whatever, it's because they're used to chaos and they don't know how to just be settled. So like, that's the other thing too, is like, yes, using all your free time and your play time, just filling it with TV is obviously not a good idea because it's not going to work. Using random, like taking away from like work time or other things and focusing on TV obviously isn't going to work. But even putting it on in the background while you're doing house chores or cooking or doing work, like whatever it is, like if that's your one time where you watch like a 45 minute show, that's different. But if you're watching 10 hours of TV in the background where you're not actually watching it, that still counts as watching TV. Like, and it's just that much extra stimulation where it's like, it's not going to help your system. I totally did that last week with Song of the Sunset. (laughs) Oh yeah. I, I put it on the background of like, I had the day off, I was cleaning, doing other things, but I had it on the background. And then by the end of the day, I was like, oh my God, I've watched like five hours of TV today. It's like, Jesus, that's kind of scary. How productive did you feel? Did it, Or like, did you feel present during any of it? Or did you just feel like it flew by or what? Uh, You mean the day? Or? Yeah. I think that the day went by fairly quickly, but I probably wasn't as productive with the things I was trying to do as I could have been. Yeah, I'm just curious because I think, and I I think if you did that all day, every day, I think would also be different. I think if maybe you do it once in a while, maybe it's different. But. Well, yeah, but I, I honestly didn't enjoy the show as much as I probably would have if I had put it on like, okay, I'm going to sit down, be present and actually watch this thing. Yeah. So I, I feel like I was half in the show, half into my own life the whole time. So I, I, I think that, Mar- like Marissa said, you can use this tool as something that's enjoyable maybe you're sitting down with your family and you're like oh, okay there's this movie that came out we really want to watch it or there's this one show like marissa and i have this one show called the challenge mtv challenge and we've been watching it for years now and you know we, we're invested in the characters and it comes out every so often once a year and we'll sit down and watch that and it's exciting for us and it's something that like we both enjoy versus you know just watching the newest show that comes out on Netflix because it's new and you've already binged everything and you have nothing else to watch so I guess I'll just put this on yeah what else do you think is like some healthy ways that you could like plan putting tv into your life well you I'm trying to think back to like for those of you who are at the same age as Marissa and I, my, I remember I grew up with no t- like no channels for TV. I think we had two channels that actually worked on our TV. And so nothing good was ever on. And my mom and I used to go to Blockbusters every Friday night. We'd go, we'd pick out a movie, we'd grab a snack, and then we'd have movie night. So that was something that was really special. And something I looked forward to. So I I feel like something like that where you're making an event with people you love. Sitting down, enjoying it, watching something you actually are excited about. But not doing that all the time. 
Yeah. Yeah, like I, I like that idea of like choosing choosing what the boundaries are. Like, is it that you're going to have a boundary of, and for some people, like you might love your show and that might be something that brings you so much joy. So it might be you're going to watch an hour of TV a day. But if it's an hour of TV a day, don't let it become three hours of TV a day, right? Um, and so just know what your boundary is. Like, is it at 45 minutes per day, one show? Is it half an hour? Is it that only on weekends I'm going to watch shows? Is it only after I've done my workout and my room is clean and I've spent time with my kids or done what like ever responsibilities? Like just just taking the time and figuring out like what is the most helpful thing for you in your life and how can you use this to add rather than take away and if it's at the point where it's taking away from the things that are most important then I would just challenge you be like okay is this actually worth the trade-off like is this worth me selling my happiness or my joy or my health or whatever the thing is for this whatever it is one two hours of tv I have per day per week whatever it looks like for you so yep that sounds good guys cool so Hope this is helpful. Um, we're always figuring out what's going to work for us TV-wise. Um, but we're, we're, I think we're pretty good. Yeah, not bad. We're, we're, we're working on we, it. We go in ebbs and flows. Could always yeah. be better. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a wonderful day and keep living the life. Bye. Thank you guys so, so, so much for listening. And we're so grateful for you and that we get to do this journey with you. If you want to stay connected, you can follow us on Instagram or join our Facebook group. Until next time, keep living the life.